Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. I, I've heard a lot of things, but this is absolutely ridiculous. So have any of you heard of Randy Clark? I mean, he, he has probably a top healing evangelist, word of knowledge guy in the country. Well, my guest has a gift from God to increase your ability in hearing God's voice. He prayed for Randy Clark, and immediately his hearing of God's voice just skyrocketed. Anyone want your hearing of God's voice to skyrocket? Me too. This is so wonderful. You know, Sean, your parents get saved. I mean, radically saved. An angel comes and visits them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's radical. That's and, and then you as a young kid, three, four years of age, you're in a whole, uh, you know, a home group type thing. Uh, they, uh, they get into an amazing uh, home group with uh, John Wimber. Uh, it, I guess they were in his first yeah, group. Yeah, the very first home group. Okay. But then they had something that they had no paradigm for. You. You get saved at, at what, three or four? Around four years old. Uh, but not just saved. He begins to speak in tongues, <laughs> baptize the Holy Spirit. Problem is, his parents had no paradigm. A kid can't do that. So what happened? They asked their friends, they're like, do you think this is God? We don't want to tell him to stop, but he keeps <laughs> praying in tongues. And so they asked their friends, she goes, I just wouldn't stop it. I'd keep my hands off it. And if it's not God, it'll go away. If it is God, it's going to increase. And it just kept going from there. And, and at, eight, at eight, age six, you have your first word of knowledge. How does a six-year-old even know what to do? <laughs> I know back then it's really interesting because we weren't in an environment where other people were teaching their families about hearing God. And my parents said, we want our kids to go on the journey with us. And so they would ask us like, when they'd be praying, are you getting anything? Are you? And most of the time we'd say no. But that particular time we're praying for a lady's back and I start, or we were praying for a lady and I started to get a word of knowledge about her back and I could see in my mind's eye, in my imagination, I could see her back had been injured and I see this whole word of knowledge about her back and I said, do you have a back injury? Yes. Can I pray for you? Touch her exactly where the injury was and begin to pray and she just gets radically healed. And I just remember thinking, yes, God can do anything, you know, being six. And my parents are like, it's on. We've got to do this with our kids. We've got to bring them with us. You know, what happened with you, it should, can you imagine if a generation would start getting their kids uh, for, uh, saved and filled with the Holy Spirit Absolutely. at four, five, and six? I mean, you've lived a lifetime already as a believer, yeah. uh, whereas most people are just starting.
thing at your age. Absolutely. Yeah, I think of like Jesus at 12. It was the most significant ages of his life because it's an identity age. What would it be like if we had a whole army of 12-year-olds who were like activated in their spirit? Mm. I'll tell you what. I have faith for America. I have faith for any country in the world if that happens to our Absolutely. population. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, tell me about uh, a defining moment in your life. Uh, you were dying. Yeah. I had a parasite from uh, the jungles of Ecuador. They'd never seen it in America before. They gave me all the best medicine for the parasite. It wouldn't die. And so finally they gave me experimental, and I won't say which hospital network, but they gave me an experimental chemo because they said, you're dying anyways. We're going to give you this chemo and a pill. But I thought if I get healed, I believe I'm going to go into the entertainment industry and do ministry on the side. And I remember one day I woke up, it was January 1st, 2001, and I heard God audibly speak, I'm welcoming you back to ministry, because I had taken a year off on this health sabbatical. Welcome back to ministry. And I thought, ministry, wow, like, wait, does that mean you're going to heal me? Because I wasn't healed immediately. And actually, it was uh, six weeks later, I was prayed for by a woman from, I'm sure you're familiar with Spokane Healing Rooms, Mm -hmm. the Healing Rooms movement. A woman from the Healing Rooms came to my parents' home group. And when I went over to their home group, she prayed for me. I was completely radically healed. Doctor's proof before and after the parasite was dead. It's a miracle. There's no sign of the parasite. You've been healed. Thank you, Jesus. Boy, you can see the hand of God. But then you had another supernatural event where uh, you had a heavenly visitation. Tell me about that. So shortly after that, I um, was really praying and saying, God, we need to see heaven come to earth. We need to see what you, the atmosphere around you, your love come to earth. And I feel so disconnected from that. Bill Johnson, Pastor Bill, many people have heard of him. Had, I hadn't read his book yet, but I had the same theme of how do we bring heaven? How can we get this? And uh, I just began to study people throughout history at heavenly encounters or had kingdom encounters with Jesus and in intimacy. And one day I was invited to go to a conference in Branson, Missouri. I was going down to meet uh, Paul Keith Davis, Bobby Connor, mm-hmm. James, or James, uh, Jim Baker, the, you know, several different people. I think Bishop Bill Hammond was there. And I was going down to meet them. And on the way down, I was leaving the house of prayer in Kansas City where I lived at the time, going down. And so I left a group of believers, got gas, and then teleported or transported all the way down to Branson in two and a half minutes. I two had and a half minutes? Two and a half minutes. I had the group of believers that? on how this How many end. miles was that? I, it's four hour, three and a half, four hours. So I can't tell you how many miles. That's my way to travel. <laughs> I, three and a half, If I can make that happen, believe minutes? me, many times I pray, Jesus, please. <laughs> it's happened once, do it again. But I, during that time I had a series of heavenly encounters and that lasted in my mind like around an eight hour period but it had only been two and a half minutes and in these encounters many things were shown to me but I couldn't remember them all when I came back to the earth as a matter of fact when I landed most of it was removed from my mental memory but I all I have walked into situations where I went oh this is what God put in me then and I'm ready for it almost like a, what the secular world would call a deja vu experience I'm having a heavenly God encounter where I remember being in that moment prophetically from when I was in heaven Okay, your gift is setting so many people free. When we come back, I want to hear about the prostitute that he had a word of knowledge for that totally changed her life. We'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Call now and get Sean Bold's brand new book, Translating God, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Everyone Can Hear God's Voice, exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9408. Through Sean's powerful book, Translating God, you will understand the rewards awaiting you when you take risks and step out in faith. Begin to operate in words of knowledge. Walk step-by-step with Sean as he demonstrates and imparts to you 
Hebrews Supernatural Keys on how to pray effectively for healing and miracles. Learn how your simple acts of faith will become powerful demonstrations of God's kingdom reality. Learn the simple keys God has revealed to Sean on how to receive your healing and how to heal others. Sean says, anything I can do, you can do better. Through Sean's anointed three-part audio CD teaching, everyone can hear God's voice. Begin to receive and understand revelation like never before. Make the prophetic a normal part of your daily life. Become God's expression of love through the prophetic. And at the end of each audio CD, Sean prays for you to experience the fullness of God and for the activation and advancement of the prophetic within you. Sean has prayed for well-known people in the ministry to operate at higher levels of words of knowledge. People like Randy Clark, Heidi Baker, and Bill Johnson. These anointed resources will restore your God-given vision, passion, and boldness to be used to demonstrate God's kingdom like never before. Now is the anointed time to get Sean Bolt's brand new book, Translating God, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching Everyone Can Hear God's Voice, exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9408. Or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9408 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Now, it's wonderful that Sean hears from God so clearly, but can every person hear from God? Can every yeah, one of the things I love hear? about my life is that my parents just raised me to believe and they just nurtured an atmosphere of it. I wasn't born under a sign. I wasn't born like special. Like some of the people you hear who have prophetic callings, like the whole world was against them. The universe was against them and they emerged in this victorious right. sovereign gifting. And I feel like they were sovereign vessels, but I feel like I represent kind of a new breed of just everyday people who are called to hear from God in powerful ways. And as we pursue him, 1 Corinthians 14, 1, when it says, Pursue love like your life depends on it and eagerly desire prophecy. And that's been my life. I've just been hungry that God would speak because I know what happens when he speaks. It causes everything to multiply and accelerate. Everything changes. All of our opportunities change. So for me, I don't think like I've been around real prophets or sovereign vessels. I don't I feel like I've, I've had some of those demonstrations in my life. But when I go home at night, I don't feel like God's pursuing me like a prophet. I feel like I'm pursuing him out of hunger for who he is. And it's just a beautiful thing that I think everybody can have that. When you prophesy, what is going on with love in connection with prophecy? What are you trying to accomplish? Well, I'm trying to see someone in the original form that God created them to be in before the delineation. I'm trying to see them like the best version of who they are, the best version of what God, Jesus paid a price for this amazing, abundant life. So what would they look like if all of a sudden they were restored to that original plan? Like it was all the delineation was gone, all the sin, the immorality, the character issues, the family issues, all that stuff was just not in the equation anymore. We, we what wouldn't would even, they look like? We wouldn't even recognize people. We wouldn't. Because God has, I, I guess he wants to get us as close to the original man, Adam, as possible, and it is possible. It is possible. Uh, so I, that's what I'm looking at. And when I see that spiritually, something happens and connects inside of me where I start to see sometimes people's birthdays by word of knowledge because God thought of us for millions of years. He knew the day we were going to be born. And everybody loves their birthday. So if you say, is your birthday March 15th? Someone goes, 
How did you know? How did you know my birthday? And it opens have her heart. Have you prayed for people that have moved into de- knowing dates and oh, yeah. places? Oh, so many people. Thousands of reports now. No, no wow. Thousands <laughs> of reports of people knowing dates, anniversary dates, birth dates, phone numbers, social security numbers, bank account numbers, secret information you cannot research. Some people say, you can get that off Facebook. Not really. There's so much you cannot research that God's giving us right now. And, I mean, one of, one of the billionaires that I met with, he at one point admits, I'm actually not a believer. I believe Jesus was a historic figure, but I really don't believe in God. You don't actually believe that Jesus is like real today, do you? I don't even know how to answer that. I I can't get into a theological debate right now. Wait, I, I have something. And I took the biggest risk I had taken at that point, and I started to say a 25 character long Thing. I didn't know what it was, and I, I it was like one zero one zero one dash ed pound sign six seven four two three seven six five four two nine nine. That's our most private bank account number. Even you don't know it. What? Only the banker and I know this. He got saved because I knew his bank account number that no one could have researched. I'll tell you, I am excited that Sean has this gift. But I am even, have even greater excitement that, did you hear what he said? Thousands, he knows when he prays, get these gifts. Tell me about the prostitute in Hawaii. I went, I was walking down, I was in Honolulu on a trip, and I was walking to get a Subway sandwich at like 10 o'clock at night, and they had put me in a beautiful condo, but it was right outside the red light district, which, thank God I'm used to red light districts, our team ministers at them. So we're walking right at the beginning of the red light district. Oh, hey bud. You want something? Nah, I am hungry for some sandwiches. You want a girl? And he pointed at a girl who's 16 years old on the steps with two teenage boys. And I could tell just from our work with prostitution that she wasn't in the game very long, if at all. And so I looked and it just concerned me. I just had this father's heart hit me like, if that was my daughter, what would I do? She's a runaway on the streets. I just had a discernment knowing, you know. And I walked over to her and I said, hey. Can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah. I'm a pastor, a Christian. I believe God thought of you millions of years before you were ever created. What do you want to do with your life? I don't know. Okay, close your eyes. Repeat after me. God thought of you for millions of years. God, I know you thought of me for millions of years. What did you create me to do? What did you create for me to do? that you would find the most joy in. That you would find the most joy in. Ah! What? What? I just heard something. I'm supposed to be a cook. Like a, like a chef? Yeah. You like cooking? I don't know. I said, okay, let's pray again. Let's ask God for one step towards us that you can make this week so that you can change your whole life. She goes, okay. She prays and she goes, oh, I'm supposed to call my uncle. And I said, this is awesome. What, why would you call your uncle? She goes, he has a diner. I think he'll hire me and he might give me a place to sleep and a place to live. And I said, do you promise to call him? Here's my phone number. We exchanged phone numbers. And the boy next to her goes, I want a dream. And so we took it with him too. <laughs> and he heard something. You know, he actually heard about going to the military, which he did. So six months later, she calls me. Hello. My uncle wants to open another diner with me. Are you going to college for business administration? No, we're opening it next month in the bowling alley. He's giving me 50% ownership. She's 17 years old and is a co-owner of a diner. She was a prostitute. Do you see the transcript? If that were you, 
helping that prostitute who's going to end up dead someday and transforming her to who God originally intended. Uh, what do you mean, by the way, uh, your book is called Translating God. Yeah. What do you mean by translating God? Well, you know, I go to a lot of countries and I get a lot of translators. And there's good translators and there's bad translators. Most of the time I have really great translators. And it's amazing when you have a good translator because they're, they're communicating the whole art, heart essence of what you're saying. They, they, they're almost like symbiotic with you. They're, they're part of your heart in that moment. And they're not thinking the whole time. They're actually just clearly communicating the articulation right. of your heart. And I felt like God was saying, I want you to be my translator, that I want you to translate my heart to the earth right now, not just my language, not just be a parrot and repeat the words. There was an old school man telling the prophetic, just deliver the mail, don't look at it. God's saying, look at the mail, read it, fall in love with the people the mail's for, and then give it to him with all your heart. And so translation takes more than just repeating something. It actually takes culturizing yourself and the culture of where it comes from. Like ours is the kingdom of heaven. So I wrote this book, my wife actually named it, but I wrote this book because we're called to translate God on the earth to ourselves and then around us. We know we're mature when we understand what he's saying to us. We know we're, we have mature effect when we can change the world around us with his voice. Can you imagine you can have the same job as Sean translating God? Yeah. When we come back, he loves to pray for people. And after he prays for them, they actually see heaven. They actually hear God's voice. They actually translate God. Be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. If you love watching our It's Supernatural TV program, you can now watch hundreds of archive programs online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, on your computer, your smartphone, your iPad, or your favorite tablet. ISN will be the vehicle to equip you to being normal. Normal as defined by the Bible. Just log on to SidRoth.org forward slash ISN. We now return to It's Supernatural. You know, I think you would like to see heaven. Would you? Would you like to see heaven? Would I like to see heaven? <laughs> tell, me, tell me about what, what goes on when you pray for people to see heaven. You know, I feel like we're, we have an everlasting life and we're supposed to be as in touch with that everlasting part as we're in touch with this, this side of eternity. And when you read about the reports of heaven throughout history, people got in touch with the beauty realm. It's not like a thousand year boring prayer meeting in heaven right now. What goes on around Jesus is the most beautiful expression of fun, adventure and connection you've ever had. And so I started to explore that. And eventually I thought I was just doing it theologically, but eventually I started to sense that some of us have sensed it in worship, like you're in the heightened state of spiritual awareness and you're actually a part of the heavenly scenario. But there's times that I prayed for people and they've literally had a deposit. They've seen into heaven and they brought something back, a revelation, a truth, something about a resource that they were going to get a prophetic word for their life that they got from God. And when you get it from God yourself, it's hard not to believe it, especially when you have an encounter with God. We've even had people come back and they've actually brought body parts back. They've seen what's available in the father's heart and they brought body parts back. It's been a while since that's happened, but we had a woman get a liver back. This, her husband prayed for she needed a liver. She needed a liver transplant. He prayed for in a you brand new organ. You realize there are people watching us right now, and they're saying, impossible. <laughs> what do you say to that person? I just say, you know, if, if we pray for you right now and you receive it, and it happens to you, you're <laughs> never going to say impossible again. I am so glad you wrote your book and you have those that we put together, your three CD yeah. set. Uh, but I know that there, there's going to be repercussions 
there are people that will never be able to get your book. Or throughout all the former Soviet Union. Yeah. I mean, I'm amazed at, at how God has spread uh, uh, its supernatural. But I know if you pray for people, they're never going to be the same. Absolutely. And I want you to start out by praying with the, for, for us to have the heart of love, not the heart of professionalism or the heart of religion, yeah. but the heart of the Father's love. And be sure to pray that we can see heaven, too. Oh, I, got a, I gave you a big assignment. <laughs> and to hear God's voice. Yeah. Let's see. I have another laundry list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me pray. I just pray for you right now that God would demystify what you thought hearing his voice was, and that it would feel more organic, like a family member who's talking to you, who's loving you, that you would all of a sudden notice and become aware, I pray, an impartation of spiritual awareness, of spiritual understanding for your own relationship with God. And as you grow in that depth of authority, as you begin to see where he's speaking, I pray that you would take great risks based on what he's saying. I pray that you would start to become so in tune with who God is around you, where he is around you, that Jesus would be so made manifest to you. I impart every supernatural spiritual gift I have that's transferable right now over the television to everybody in the studio audience. I pray for deep impartation and I pray that you would see where Jesus is. This is heaven. He's in Jesus right now with the throne of God's there, all the angels around him. There's no reason why we can't be in touch with it because that is our everlasting. We'll be with Jesus forever. So I pray that you would right now somehow, Ephesians 3 or 2 says we're seated in heavenly places. I pray somehow you would feel part of you is tied to the everlasting eternal scenario right now that you would see yourself there, that you would see God there, that you would have revelatory visions and revelatory experiences that you never dreamed possible. I pray that God would expand your imagination, but then take you past your imagination, that he would give you a love that would cause you to contend to hear his voice in the nations. It's so easy to focus on what he's not doing. I pray that you would see what he is doing right now. It's so easy to see what you're not. I pray that you would see through the eyes of love from the father who you are to him. And I pray you would have a revelatory encounter with that love right now in the name of Jesus. Mm. You told me last night over dinner, uh, and th this was, th th uh, you think your mind's blowing now. Wait till you hear this story. <laughs> uh, you went to a school, a place that formerly was a school of spiritism. Yeah. Explain, tell me that. Well, one of the owners of a Hollywood club called me up and said, can you come over and pray? We've had a shaman come. We've had a Reiki shaman. We've had, we've had a, uh, the white witch of Studio City come or Hollywood come. And no one's been able to clear out the demons. But this used to be the paranormal school of supernatural activity for Hollywood. <laughs> it was actually a school. For like over a decade, it was a school in Hollywood where they teach people how to do spiritism. And they could get rid of these and they de rid spirits, of the demons. demons that were there. So all the nannies were like, like quitting the four owners. They were quitting. Now, only one of the owners was saved. He was a brand new Christian. The other three owners weren't saved. One was Catholic, but he was just coming to full belief for Jesus. The other two uh, weren't saved at all. One of them was the new age captain of the group who kept bringing everybody and paying a lot of money to get this place cleared. And it wasn't working over months. They were losing all their employees. So I went in and everything was slowed down, the construction, everything. So I went in with a, a group. They were all Asian. So I went in with a group of Asian intercessors who I love. I love this group. And we went in there together and I said, okay, you guys, I had the owner sit down with me and I said, we're going to do something really hard. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, if they will give me the ownership, I'll drive out every spirit. And so I had a little strategy come. I mean, I would never have done this on my own strength. I was kind of like, I don't know that this can be redeemed. You guys are using this for a club. I don't know. I don't know what we can do about this situation. But I heard God. And I said, I said to him, okay, I want you to close your eyes and repeat after me. They said, okay. I said, this is going to be really hard. Because they'd been through all this ritual assignment, through all the witchcraft and stuff. And I said, say this after me. Holy Ghost! And they said, Holy Ghost. And I said, be the only ghost here. Be the only <laughs> ghost here. Amen. And one of them looked up at me and goes, no. No. And I said, 
okay, does God, is God a spirit? They said, yes. And I said, if you ask God to be here, can anything else be as powerful as God? And they all said, no. I said, okay, let's see what happens. I'm going to leave. Let's see what happens. So I went back five weeks later and, and I asked them, you guys, um, how, how's your lives? What's going on? And one of the guys said, nothing's wrong. Like there's no spirits. He said, as a matter of fact, I've given my life to Jesus. The other two guys were so close. This is so crazy. What happened here? Like we've had no visitation. None of all of our nannies are fine. All of our wives are fine. No one's having bad dreams. It was night and day difference. And now I've gone back years later and it's been fine. It's like, it never happened. You know, my peanut brain says everyone has to be a believer in Jesus for this to happen. That's my peanut brain. But I'm going to tell you something. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, all that God has in store for you. That's right, I'm talking about you. All that, I want you to hold your head up. I want you to forget what's happened in the past. I want you to tell Jesus, be my Lord. I want you to repent to your sins. Tell him you're sorry. Ask him to live inside of you and watch what God's going to do. I had one more username. I never get usernames, but I ask God for new information that I never get. Terry Bishop 911. Terry Bishop, you're working on the show and we're getting you. That is my uh, username, Terry Bishop 911. The Lord says, you live in a pleasant place. What does that mean to you? I live on Pleasant Hill. Come on. Sid Roth says that Sean Bowles is the most amazingly detailed prophet he has ever known. He has ministered to thousands, from royalty to people on the streets. Now he wants to share with you the secrets he has learned concerning the gift of prophecy and wants to activate you to do the same as he does. Call now and get Sean Bold's brand new book, Translating God, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Everyone Can Hear God's Voice, exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9408. Through Sean's powerful book, Translating God, you will learn how to clearly hear God's voice for yourself and others. Understand the rewards awaiting you when you take risks and step out in faith. Begin to operate in words of knowledge. Walk step-by-step with Sean Bowles as he demonstrates and imparts to you supernatural keys on how to pray effectively for healing and miracles. Learn how your simple acts of faith will become powerful demonstrations of God's kingdom reality. Learn the simple keys God has revealed to Sean on how to receive your healing and how to heal others. Sean says, anything I can do, you can do better. In fact, that is Sean's passion. You know, my producers are mature believers. In, and, and understand the supernatural. But they tell me that because they've read your book, they are stepping out more. We've been getting this incredible feedback from people, thousands and thousands of letters, where people are sharing how this book helped them to all of a sudden take risks, where before they so misunderstood the process of hearing God, all of a sudden it became super easy, where they're like, oh, I can do this. I can just hear and obey and translate what I'm hearing. Through Sean's anointed three-part audio CD teaching, everyone can hear God's voice. Begin to receive and understand revelation like never before. Make the prophetic a normal part of your daily life. Become God's expression of love through the prophetic. And at the end of each audio CD, Sean prays for you to experience the fullness of God and for the activation and advancement of the prophetic within you. Sean has prayed for well-known people in the ministry to operate at higher levels of words of knowledge. People like Randy Clark, Heidi Baker, and Bill Johnson. If someone like Randy Clark can get an upgrade, what about you? When you start reading this book, Translating God, this is a new book, and our exclusive three CD set, 
everyone can hear God's voice, the prophetic made practical without losing the powerful. Get ready for your upgrade. Are you ready? These anointed resources will restore your God-given vision, passion, and boldness to be used to demonstrate God's kingdom like never before. Now is the anointed time to get Sean Bolt's brand new book, Translating God, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching everyone can hear God's voice, exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9408, or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9408 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. A stranger, someone she doesn't even know, jumps into her car. Now, what would you do? And she leads him to Jesus. Do you want to know about that fire? That glory is for you. 